Fact, rumour, scrutiny, suggestion. The Huddle. On The Huddle with me this evening, we've got Claire Delore, journalist, and Josie Pagani, current affairs commentator. Hello, you two. Hello, hello. Josie, how much trouble is Jan Tanetti in? Well, this is, I mean, what is it, the first time in 15 years or something? Mm. This is quite a serious thing. So Parliament has these privileges, right, uh, so that you can talk freely and openly in the House without threat of defamation. But the, the accountability is with the Privileges Committee and that if you mislead the House or if you lie or, or whatever, you will, be, you will be holed up in front of the Privileges Committee. So the question, you know, the issue here is that did she mislead the House? In, in, in February, she clearly did mislead the House. Now, did she know she was misleading the House? She said in February, um, I'm not responsible for the release of attendance uh, records and data. It's the ministry. Well, it turns out that was wrong. First of all, I find it hard to believe that she didn't think she was responsible because she just launched, um, you know, this time last year, a big attendance engagement strategy. This was something the Labour government was really focused on, truancy. These are, you know, um, only 60% of our kids are going regularly to school. I mean, mm. it's a massive problem, right? So it's a priority for her. So it seems odd to me that she wouldn't be across politically, across uh, when data is released and etc. So the question is, did she in, in, uh, intentionally mislead the House or did she make a mistake and then a staff told her, Minister, you are actually responsible for when this data is released and why didn't she correct the mistake sooner? She says she didn't know she had to. So February to May, that's quite a long time. You would think someone in the Labour Party would have told yeah. her that she Yeah, I don't correct. buy that. Claire, I don't buy that at all because when it when it emerged that she had actually been busted and she hadn't told the truth, it was news. Surely somebody would have said, you better go down there and correct that record. Yeah, and um, it's very poor management that it's got to this point because I uh, am one of those tragics who watches Question Time and sometimes <laughs> listens to us. And she's been doing all sorts of gymnastics, verbal gymnastics about this. Um, as to when she knew what she knew and uh, whether or not she was responsible. Once it was clear that she had misled the House, um, the onus is on her to correct it as soon as possible. And that is the point that is now actually going before the Privileges Committee, whether she actually let it drag on which is, in fact, you know, sort of a major, a major um, crime in terms of house etiquette, conduct, and credibility. And so, it is a big deal. It is a pretty big deal in terms of her future. Can I just add one thing? Because I think that the bigger picture here is that it undermines the credibility and trust that people have in politicians. And I saw some really interesting data about Trump the other day that people support him because they think he lies authentically. Yes. Whereas they think that Hillary Clinton tells the truth inauthentically. She sounds like a politician hedging, avoiding questions, you know, being overly polite. So this is the problem. If 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 you look like you're being a politician that's trying to avoid something, then we're going to go, we don't care who, if this other guy's lying, we think he's lying authentically, we trust him more. Yeah, well, you can see, you can (laughs) see on his... That's dangerous. That's right, you can see when Trump is lying, so you go, oh, well, he's lying, that's all right, at least I know, whereas with Hillary, you didn't, I think that's absolutely nailed it. Hey, um, Claire, were you convinced by the Children's Commissioner? I don't think anyone is entirely right and entirely wrong on this. There is no perfect answer to this. Human behaviour is what it is. It would be great to address the causes of this offending, but that is a long slog. And the political cycle and public tolerance is much shorter. So we're now seeing the pendulum swinging to returning to police chases, which won't happen unless people flee. 
But stopping people fleeing doesn't come down to saying don't flee. It isn't what's going to stop it. I don't think there is a perfect answer here at all. Everyone is right and and everybody is wrong all at the one time. Mm. Right, Josie, what do you make of the Children's Commission on the Police Pursuits? I think she's right that it's extremely dangerous to pursue young drivers. And look, anyone who's got stupid teenagers uh, like I have had, you want to know that the cops are going to make the right call and not try and chase your idiot child in a car or something. So so I get what she's saying. The problem is she uses language like uh, this bad behaviour needs to be, quote, attended to by the police or, you know, post-event <laughs> yeah, yeah. investigations. You think, right, by event do you mean crime and by attended to by the police do you mean police investigating a crime? Like, you know, if you don't use the language that we're all going, you know, what are we going to do about this crime? Um, then you don't get the permission to look at the causes of it. So you've got to do the tough on crime, tough on the causes of crime. And if you don't do the tough on crime bit, you don't get social licence to do the other bit. Claire, I don't think that National should have backed down on Simeon Brown's comments. What do you think? Oh, I just think they need to get themselves a little bit better sorted and work out who are they trying to appeal to when they, you know, make statements along these lines. You know, they've got to find at the election the group in the middle who haven't decided, who could swing either way. Anyone who um, is offended by the National Party's and inverted commas tolerance, acceptance of Tadeo can go somewhere else and probably to the right. But they're going to actually have to appeal to people in the middle who need to be persuaded that, you know, National is also for them. And that may well include a group of, you know, younger middle class people who are quite used to a bit of Tadeo. You know, they're not going to be put off by it. But, but I, I think, think that, I think this kind of misses the argument, right? Because, um, look, and, and let's be clear, I don't agree with Simon uh, Simeon Brown on this, but his argument was actually about prioritising of money. That's going to appeal to a lot of voters, well, whatever actually, age they are. It's not a campaign to take down all existing signs. It's where... It seems yeah, no, I get that. The explanation is it's where signs require replacement yeah, yeah. that they can put them up. And both languages, look, people who object to Aotearoa instead of New Zealand have to accept the fact that New Zealand's a Dutch name, for example. You know, it's an imposed name. It's not an indigenous name. I'm not saying it's wrong and I desire from using it, but I'm saying, yeah. you know, we need to grow up a little bit in terms of some of our attitudes. Okay, so so that's fine, Josie, but the back... So, so what Simeon Brown said will, will not be okay with absolutely everybody who wants to vote for National, right? Not everybody's going to agree with that. But I'll tell you what is worse than that is saying it and then backflipping on it like they're constantly doing. I think the backflipping is actually doing them more damage than the original comments. What do you think? I think what it tells you is that they haven't worked out what their position is on policies like this, right? So what you actually had was Simeon at a meeting, I think it was in the Bay of Plenty, saying, you know, I wish Waka Kutahi would focus on potholes and, you know, not all this uh, putting road signs into Turiyo Māori. Now, you know, it's Simeon Brown who went off off piece there and went off track. I think what, what um, Christopher Luxon has done is absolutely right, where he said, and he maybe he could have been more assertive about it and said, look, you know, we don't yet have a policy on this, but let me be absolutely clear. As, as Claire just said, our position is that we're not opposed to the Māori language on road signs, but we'd quite like them to fix the women potholes first, you know. That and that's kind of what Simeon was saying, but Simeon made it sound like, you know, oh, you that know, is, but, but, but Josie, that is what Luxon came out and said, right? But instead of you, but instead of coming out and saying what Simeon said was right, 
but I want to be clear that we blah 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 also support bilingual signs. What he did was he moved, he he flipped it around, and he 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 still supported what Simeon said, but put a negative spin on it. And this is their problem: is they keep mopping up, don't they? That instead of just actually backing what they're saying. It just looks well, as if they, they're not confident about what yeah. exactly. the basic principles and values are that are underpinning what they're saying publicly and the policies they're developing. They need to talk to each other a little bit more often. They need to be very clear about the basics that underpin every policy and everything that they're saying in the lead up to the election. Yeah, And, and then you know, their instincts will be to, right. Yeah, then, yeah, then they'll have the right political instincts. So they'll, Simeon will go to a meeting like that and know exactly what uh. to say. Is, look, we've got no problem with using a Māori language, although we do want it to be clear. But first we want the potholes fixed. Yes, Actually, absolutely. they're all saying the same thing, but it's messy. Yeah, they're saying the same thing and they're saying it in the right way. Guys, it's good to talk to the, uh, the pair of you. Claire Delore, journalist, Joseph Bagani, current affairs commentator. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.